everybody out there on the internet, this is another episode of the PlayStation Report, coming to you a day early, due to scheduling conflicts, things we want to do, but we're here nonetheless. As always, I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. Hey, how you doing, baby? I'm okay. You know, today is a podcasting first for me. Is it? How so? I don't have pants on right now. Holy shit. You didn't need to say that, but... I'm just damn. saying. I'm just saying. Put, just Putting us all in the mood right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not completely naked. Okay. All right. But, but there's one less layer. There is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of cold. I'm upstairs in one of our spare bedrooms, and it's kind of cold up here. Maybe I should put my pants back on. But it's too restrictive where I'm sitting, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to have the freedom to, I to like let to, them, to I like, let them uh, air out. I like to wear a good athletic shorts. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, really gives me the freedom of movement I need. Yeah, athletic shorts are nice for sure. Mm-hmm. I have a really, really bad habit of letting my fly down a lot. Ah. Does this happen to you? No, I, it doesn't happen to me because <laughs> I, I'm a very mindful person. I, I okay. am very self-conscious about the way I'm wearing things. You know, I am for the most part, but for some reason, I'd say there's a solid one in four chance that every time I go to the bathroom, I will completely forget to put my fly up. Now I'm going to look. Yeah, I know. Hey, man. You're bringing attention to it. Yeah. Luckily, you know, my pangus hasn't slipped out or anything, but you never know. It might happen one day. There would have to be some major jumbling around for that to just happen. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Bet you didn't expect all that. No, I didn't. But I did. (laughs) I did anticipate me winning this week in fantasy football, which did happen. Oh, I don't want to talk about it, dude. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Wait, Jesus, you, you don't you don't want to you don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Fuck, dude! Literally half my team got injured this weekend, and like I still somehow pulled off almost having a hundred points. And if I just would have played Aaron Rodgers, you know, of course, I didn't know Patrick Mahomes was going to get injured like he did Mm -hmm. and only play half the game. Also, you know, you just never know when players are going to pop off. But fucking there was 43 points on my bench. And I think I lost by 19, I think. Mm. Um, God, I I just don't want to talk about it. It just made me so mad Um because I, I genuinely feel that I have a pretty solid team if everybody is healthy. Adam Thielen got injured, and he popped off for a pretty nice touchdown, 25 yards, and got injured on that touchdown. Yeah. Uh, one of my best running backs got injured. Patrick Mahomes got injured. I feel like there was another one that got injured. I'm like, God damn it. Uh, such a frustrating weekend for me in fantasy football. I'm now lost three in a row. Mm. Yeah, and I have won, what, four in a row now? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Four in a row. Sitting on up yeah. there. Yeah. Yet somehow I'm still, I've lost three in a row, yet I've jumped up to third in the standings. I'm and starting to think that's bullshit, back. man. 
Dude, I'm thinking that's too. bullshit. I so we 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 have a friend Keith, and I beat him this weekend. I I clobbered him, and he leapfrogged me. <laughs> he went from sixth to third after losing to me. Oh my goodness! Where are you at? I'm sit I'm sitting at fifth. I was I was up to third last week, but yeah, now it's dropped me back down to fifth. I don't oh, understand right. it. I'm sitting second in the standings. I have the most points of everyone who has had their bye week. I don't get it. Wow. I don't get these projections, man. It's it's just bullshit. I don't I don't get it either. You and I made a trade. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about it at this point. Dude, it's a bad trade we'll on see. your part. I think you're I think you're silly for doing that trade. But both of I, I can we'll imagine neither of those players doing anything. Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I, I can imagine them not yeah. doing anything for the rest of the year. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know. I gotta figure. I do have out. a conundrum next week, though, because I have. Hold, let, let me let me pull this up here. I've got one, two, three, four, five of my starters are on bye weeks. Oh wow! My week in week out starters. <laughs> Or on bye weeks next week, so I need to figure something mm. out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this week I'm I'm looking good. I picked up the backup to the guy that got injured for you. <laughs> I picked up his backup because you didn't. No one, no oh, one claimed. Yeah, the Lions running back. Yeah, I I almost got him. Um, I probably should. No one even picked it, him but... up. I picked him up after waivers had processed. I figured someone would get him, and then no one went for him. Yeah. Ty Johnson. We'll see how he does. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I got to figure some shit out. I'm Adam Thielen not playing uh, for the Vikings against the Redskins, which makes me sad because the Redskins suck ass. Yeah. I, I'm liking the look of my team, though. I, I feel like if I make it into the winner's playoffs, I'm going to win. I just I just feel it. I'm looking at the schedule. I feel it. Yeah, we'll see. I feel good about my team if everyone's healthy. <laughs> I'll say that because I, I got some guys that can pull off some some points, but yeah, can't do it if they're not out or if they're not out on the field. Yeah. Uh, but what you can do no matter what is uh, listen to us talk about video games because we've got video games we've played. Uh, I know... I have three video games I can talk about. Uh, yeah. Do you have things you can talk about? Yeah, I mean, I got three. Yeah, there's about three games. Two of them you and I played. Might as well start with them. You you and I played some oh, Destiny shit. 2. Yep, that that's the one I forgot. I guess there are four games I played that I can talk okay. about. Uh, yeah, we played some Destiny 2. We just ran some Crucible and, you know... I thoroughly enjoyed myself because I feel like it's been a long time since I have played a bunch of Crucible and we have played a bunch of Crucible together. Um, and and it was it was cool. Played on I think we played on one new map called Fracture. I think it was called. Um, I, at least I didn't recognize it. I thought it was a pretty neat map, but. I think we won almost every game we played. Like we ended up getting the five. I know there were a lot. Yeah, yeah, we, streak. Yeah, we got the streak, and I know a lot of those were really close at the end. 
Yeah. Yeah. And like we, we pulled off some really, really great wins, which was, which is always satisfying in any multiplayer game, but always feels good in destiny when you pull that off. And, you know, it was just fun to kind of get back in the groove of, of just playing competitive multiplayer in destiny. They, they really changed up the crucible a lot in terms of what you can choose. Like there's a lot of different game modes now. It, what it, you know, it's not just kind of, uh, competitive and casual basically how it was like you can just play just controller there's a classic mix or supremacy or uh, i think there's a 2v2 mode there's rumble i think i mean there, there's a whole bunch of stuff now that you can do and iron banner was going on we decided not to do it just because the power discrepancy is fairly large at yes, this point for returning players who have not touched the new stuff like me or yeah. haven't like who aren't raid ready like most people might get a might get screwed on that light level difference right yeah i did check out the bounties though they really toned down how many there are there was only four that you could get mm. usually there's a, there's a lot more than that yeah how grindy are those bounties i, f- I forget how grindy they were but you know, they, they seemed like Iron Banner bounties of you probably got to play a decent number of matches to complete them. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was cool. I like that game. I, I I think they've made some good changes. I think I'm up to power at like 830 something, maybe. Um, I feel like I climbed up pretty well there while playing. Yeah, you can level up pretty easily so far in, in Shadowkeep. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with like just the new light thing where everyone's starting at 750 so they want to like they want to boost people up to 900 as soon as possible because that's when like the the exciting shit starts popping off. Right. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get back to playing that campaign as well and finishing some of that right now i'm at a part where i have to take down three different bosses basically to get certain items from them um that's like the next step next big step i guess mm-hmm. in the campaign so i heard things and about there's... the story yeah there something about a vex gate and ikora wanting to build a vex gate did you get to that yet mm, i was that's not super ringing a bell to me right now. Maybe I'm not there yet, but the Vex ha- are playing a major part in the story. Yeah, the raid takes um, place in the Black Garden, so I, I yes. kind of assumed that it would be a huge Vex thing. But yeah, right. there, there are just some things yeah, that I'm, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to catch up on because it sounds like it sounds like some mistakes are about to be made by the characters. In, yeah, in that game, yeah, it's. It's it's interesting too. Like you discover a very interesting, very very large object, and I'll say like visually, it's fucking stunning, um, and it has some pretty interesting significance in terms of the lore of Destiny. Um, I almost sent you guys some cool screenshots of it, but I'm like, ah, I'll wait. You know, I don't want to spoil it because I, I I was like, holy shit, this just looks fucking sick okay so hold on the traveler is a big white orb is this a big black orb it is but it's not an orb oh okay is it a pyramid yeah is it the is it the control board um 
it's something. <laughs> so I'll say. Okay. It's interesting. It, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, there's there's some cool stuff going on mm. with that game story. Okay, sounds cool. <laughs> so yeah, we played played some of that, and then we decided to hop into Apex Legends and play a bunch of the new map and. Boy, we played like what three, four hours. Yeah, uh, we we played a lot of Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah, it was in. I mean, I had a damn good time playing. We didn't have a great run at first. No, um, we didn't get too far, too deep into the matches, and you know, you were playing well. I wasn't playing too well. Um, we didn't get too far, but eventually we did end up winning a match and, and being there at the end a few times, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I got to showcase some of that crypto to you. Did you? Oh, wait, you mm-hmm. bought crypto, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I only played one match with him. Mm. I play a lot more of them, but yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I like his abilities a lot. Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah, I just I love that map. I just think that map is is enjoyable to be on. Um, all the areas are just so distinct. They're fun to play in, to you know, have combat situations in them as well. And I, I just think it's kind of reinvigorated my interest in Apex Legends because um, I just felt like, like, yeah, we might not be winning, but let's just fucking keep going because this map's just so fucking fun to be on. I really like it. I like the train. The train's just kind of dumb, but you know you can actually find some pretty good stuff on there. Um, and it's an interesting point of interest, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for, for Matt. Yeah, I I think it's an interesting feature to have a traveling like platform going throughout the map. But it's yeah, I I think that is that that's something that uh, they could explore in future maps with other other things too. Like maybe there there are other ways. It doesn't have, always have to be a train, but I'd I'd like to see them do something similar with other stuff. Yeah, yeah. The mat the match we won. Uh, I I don't want to take a lot of credit for because <laughs> I I wasn't there at the very very end because I made a really boneheaded move trying to get a better shield mm-hmm. from an enemy and died in the circle. But whatever. You, you and the other guy, the other rando that we uh, teamed up with, did a good job finishing that off. I'm I'm Dude. really I'm really liking that uh, anvil receiver on the R three oh one. It's yeah. really it's really hitting hard. Right. Yeah. And and I'm I what every time I died and I would watch you um your screen, I'm like fuck. Like I felt like actually kind of jealous of all of your weapon skins. Mm. Like you have like some of the sickest shit just because you've played so much of this game. I'm like fuck, every one of your skins is like godly. I want them so bad. Hey, you remember that time where uh you got not you got downed by a team and then I killed that entire team? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I feel like you you ripped through a lot of teams very, very much that night. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. of them tried to come in behind me, and I think I hit him with like a thermite grenade or something before I got him down. Yeah, it was it was something crazy like that. But yeah, that I I enjoy that game a lot. I enjoy it uh, when 
when I'm doing good, when I'm shooting good. Shooting good is fun. I like shooting yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. There was one match that we played where I don't remember how far we got into it, but I was actually shooting good and I got like the most kills on the team and did the most damage. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I, 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 I know good. how Frank feels. Yeah. Like I know how Frank feels of like, oh man, that was super satisfying to wipe all those dudes out. But then also like, oh man, the rest of my team didn't do, didn't shoot as good. Fuck. <laughs> If everyone's shooting good, no one stands a chance. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That, well, Apex, Apex is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, that, that that was a lot of fun that night, just really diving into that. I still have not played the the Halloween event. I really got to hop on that. You should. It's yeah. good. Have, have you played more of it? Uh, I've played a couple of rounds, not too many. Uh but yeah, it's it continues to be just fantastic. I, I like what they did with King's Canyon. It looks spooky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that. What else have you played other than Apex and Destiny? <laughs> All right. So I said I wanted to finish Control. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, and let me mm-hmm. explain why. All right. I had time on Sunday. I had a lot of time actually the the day after we played um i had many a beers when we were playing i was fucking real feeling it just having a jolly good time dude you know it just kind of sucks and it doesn't happen all the time but it does suck getting older and drinking because the next day you never know it might just hit you really really hard and that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, the next day on Sunday, my head the entire day felt like it was just filled with concrete. Like my head just hurt so fucking bad. I like didn't even want to be awake. And I, I did play some control. I fucking tried my best. I probably played 45 minutes of control. And I'm like, I, I can't even be awake right now. And then I ended up just going to sleep. And it, it was honestly for the best. Um, so I did. So in control, I've, I've probably done the next mission and a half. And I think I got about two story missions left um, from what I've seen uh, to finish the game. So right now I am I, I had to go to the ashtray maze and now I'm I am following the janitor. Oh, OK. You know I mean. OK, yep. I know what you're doing. Yeah. So so I'm like in the middle of all of that. And in so I, I'm thinking I'm probably just going to try to pound out the story and then, you know, maybe I'll come back and do some side stuff then. But because what I did before I did more story stuff as I did do a bunch of side missions. Um, fuck. Some of the boss fights in this game are absolutely just make me furious. Um, the first one that I did that I didn't even beat and I tried so fucking hard to finish this boss is in the mission, the old growth and you have to fight this fucking spore thing uh that's creating mold people um and that boss just it 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 was so frustrating because to me it just it felt cheap it it was like okay 
they're about to send, you know, there's there's three like tentacles, three heads to this monster. Um, they're about to send stuff at me. I'm going to hide behind these four pillars. I'm just going to hide behind him, let let him do his thing. And I'm going to pop out. I'm going to grab all the kind of explosive sort of spores that are up on the ceiling and throw at him. Um, I'm going to just go to town after he does these attacks. And if you stand still for like two seconds, these mold people will spawn literally right on you. And, and they take like almost all your health away when that happens. And then you know, now you're low health. So now you got to maybe take them out or damage the boss to get some health back. But it's just like this relentless attack from the boss. And, you know, they're, they're shooting these fucking, I don't even know what they are. These, these spores that like track you down sort of thing. They're throwing all these tentacles at you. These mold people are spawning if you stand too still. And then, then you get it down to where it's almost dead. And it like gases the whole arena. And, you know, you might not be thinking at that point of what you got to do. And I mean, what you got to do is obviously levitate. Um, but there's so much happening all the time in that boss fight that it might just blank. And, and then you try again. You can't even get there. And it's just like, I don't know. It, it's just the only boss fight so far that like made me want to totally turn that game off and not even touch it again. Um I mean, I'll come back to it in with a fresh mind, and, and maybe I'll I'll get there. And also, like the the path to that boss is just unnecessarily long without a a control point there. And it's like ah, just not. Yeah, I found that not one fun. It's a shame. Yeah, I found that so, boss to be yeah. easier to come back to after you've done other side quests and invested your ability points into like the levitation and the dodging kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, and having certain mods will definitely help, like bonus damage when you're levitating, or like yeah, being right. able to levitate longer, or s- stuff like that. It's will make that fight easier. Yeah, I, I think that's that's what I'll do. I'll just come back to it eventually here, and because um, that was that was a very very frustrating boss, and it's a shame because I really think everything that leads up to it, story-wise and environmentally, is really fascinating. Um, and that boss just kind of soured my whole experience um, with that mission. But then I, I did some other ones, and I did a mission called Self Reflection, which I thought was really cool. And you kind of got to fight yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty tough boss fight, but I, I, that was another one where I did it a few times. I'm just like, Hey, I'll come back to it. And then I came back to it. I think I got it on like my second try. Um, you know, once you kind of figure it out, I I was consistently getting to the end. Um, so there's kind of some sections you do X amount of damage and now, you know, boss is going to do, uh, more, you know, things of significance to you they're going to start levitating they're going to use the shield they're going to throw shit at you um and it was always at the part where they were going to throw shit at me that you know i I would get to that part so easily and then it just gets a little tricky because they can dodge uh, a lot of the things you're throwing at them and, and they just move around really quickly and yeah it was it was tricky but but it was a really cool mission and really fun boss fight overall so cool cool yeah that's that's where i'm at with control i i'm gonna keep going i know i've been playing it for a while i'm trying my best i also did not anticipate 
my workload at work just fucking going through the roof this week too. I really didn't think that was going to happen. So yeah, mm. not fun, not fun stuff, but that's all I've really played. I think so. What about you? Alrighty. So you already talked about destiny. You already talked about apex. That leaves me with final fantasy 14. I finished Stormblood. at least the main story of it. There's some, uh, post game right. patches, uh, there are 39 quests between me and Shadowbringers. And so these quests, are they not part of an expansion? or So, what? okay, so the whole release cycle with this stuff is that, yeah, there are these big expansions like Stormblood, but then there'll be like, say, I think this, it, it'll be like a 4.1 patch, and this is filling in the time between Stormblood and Shadowbringers. So, like, they have, like, the 4.1, 4.2... 4.3 patches all the way up till like when they do the setup for the next uh next uh expansion so yeah i i i have all that stuff to do that at the time would have been rolled out over like a few weeks each or like a month or so each between patches okay i'm I gotcha. now all that stuff is with me since i i haven't been playing Final Fantasy 14 from the beginning like I have all that stuff immediately available to me so I can pound that out if okay. I want to uh, gotcha. so yeah there, there's all that in between there and I, I'm thinking that at this point I might as well just shotgun the main story quest and then come back to the side stuff uh, because yeah I, there's just I just hear so many good things about Shadowbringers but Stormblood which I finished I think is pretty good. I think I have a generally more positive opinion of it than the other people that I know that have played Final Fantasy 14. But yeah, it definitely does have some things about like forgiving like the collab people who have who collaborated with the Empire, um, which is kind of weird, and I don't I don't necessarily like that. It's just a personal opinion. I don't like the idea that, hey, we should forgive the people who uh, collaborated with these people who wanted to commit genocide. So, I, right. yeah, there's there's some thematic things there that I'm not too down with. But uh, other than that, I, I think the main story thread throughout it is pretty strong and it ends on a pretty high note. So, so do you like this expansion more than the first one? No, I don't. It's it's not as good okay. as Heaven's Word, but it's it, I think it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to work my way to Shadowbringers because uh, the 5.1 patch, the start of the post game stuff for that, is starting next week. Okay, and that's going to include the first part of the near raid. Ooh, boy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Yokotaro to give me a robot friend that I eventually have to kill. <laughs> mm. God damn. I'm going to cry a little bit. And it's going to Probably. Suck. Yeah. It's going to be depressing, kind of like Nier. <laughs> he's, he's good at making you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the other game I just downloaded and played like two hours ago is Lonely Mountains Downhill, which just released Ooh. this week. 
and I'm playing via Game Pass because, you know, that's that's just the easiest way for me to play this game. Uh, but Lonely Mountains Downhill is a game where you are riding a bike downhill, point A to point B. There are checkpoints, and there are challenges you can do. And I think it is a pretty cool game. I think it's for sale for like $15. Okay. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. It's a pretty chill game about biking downhill. You can accelerate, you can brake, you turn, and you can uh, you can sprint for short bursts. Uh, there are multiple, like, there are a couple, I think there are two mountains right now, and then there are multiple trails on each mountain that you can do, and each trail has a set of challenges, which unlocks things like skins for your bike, uh, skins for, like, your player, for your character's outfit, uh, you can unlock parts for new bikes that have different properties to them, it's a pretty rad game. And I think more people should try it. So are you racing or is it time trials or? So some. Okay. So each trail starts with uh, an explore challenge, which is just get from point A to point B. But from there, there are time challenges. There are challenges for finishing with fewer than X amount of crashes. Uh, Mm. But yeah, you can like you can apply as many challenges as you want for each run that you want to do. But yeah, it's it's cool. It has leaderboards. The leaderboards weren't working when I played it. Um, but yeah, I I'm having fun with it. It's a pretty cool, smaller game. Pretty chill. Yeah. Does it feel like like uh, let's say like maybe trials or something? Not like necessarily. sort of stuff. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, there are some okay. physics to it. You're not doing anything wild. Uh, it's a lot of like braking or when you're turning, you do a little bit of a power slide through turns. Uh, mm-hmm. What this game does have are like side paths down each trail that require a little bit extra skill, but they're like shortcuts. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I like trying to find the fastest way down this mountain. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, I can't, man, I'm trying to think of what else I played. I played a little bit of Rocket League, unlocked some of their Stranger Things content that they have out there. <laughs> like, yeah, there, there's like an upside down version of the farm map, which looks oh. pretty, looks pretty sp- spooky. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool idea. Uh, yeah. A lot of spooky events happening right now in video games. We'll get mm-hmm. to some of that later. Um, but yeah, that's video games I've been playing. Now to talk about a video game I haven't played and probably won't return to now. <laughs> Fallout 76. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Fallout 76, a $60 video game that released last year that I, I bought and I, I played a little bit, and, well, it was, it, was, it was a mess. I haven't played it recently, so I don't know if it's still a mess, but I don't know. Uh, but now, Bethesda has the audacity to introduce Fallout first. A subscription service for Fallout 76 that costs... $100 a year. That is... Yeah. That is a lot of money. 
for Fallout 76. Um, and what it includes is private worlds in which you can play with up to seven friends. Uh, you get a tent item which acts as a camp. They give you they give you an allotment of premium currency every month. And by God, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't get this. This is, this is like. I'm trying to think what. This is okay. So membership costs thirteen dollars a month if you buy it monthly. To compare that to, man. I don't even know what to compare that to. That's like, you already paid $60 for this video game, or if you were smart, you got it cheaper on sale. But then there, it isn't a requirement to buy the subscription. But by True. God, like, I, I don't know, like, if what you get with it, like, what they're charging for their subscription and what you get just seems like such bullshit. Like, yeah. They have a subscription service similarly priced to this for Elder Scrolls Online, but for that you get access to like half a dozen expansions and all that, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, and that game's also an MMO. Yes, <laughs> you know, and that game works. Like there's <laughs> right, right. Like there's so much more to do in that game. It's a way better, more polished experience than Fallout 76 is, and. I agree with you. I, I, I think for what you're getting with this, like this is just absurd. Um, and it's uh, and, and also it's like the fact that this game, it's not a free to play game. It's not an MMO. It's, you know, an MMO, you get way more content um, and, and there's reasons um, to maybe pay monthly. Um, take Final Fantasy 14, for example, that you play a lot, you know, like. Like there, you get value out of that every month. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that, they constantly like they have a pretty good rotation of like there are going to be in-game events, there are going to be like holiday content. There's going to be they roll out patches pretty uh, handily. Like it's not it's right. not like that game is ever feels like it's being abandoned. Right. It always right. feels alive. Whereas Fallout 76, I hardly hear about it being alive outside of, hey, there's this small community doing something cool. But other than that, yeah. I don't hear much about Fallout 76. Right, right. And, and yeah, I mean, this game's also not free to play. Like, many people spend $60 at least on I on paid this game. $60 for Fallout 76. And I yes, can tell you so, definitively, it is the worst Fallout game. Yeah. And and so you spend X amount of money just to get in, and then they're asking you, like, yes, it is optional, but if you want more out of the game, you have to spend $100 a year or $13 a month, which ends up being $156 a year. Like, what in the flying fuck? I, when I, I think this is one of the most stunning news stories of 2019, to be honest with you. And the reason why I think that is because Fallout 76 has just been a mess. Not only in terms of the game, but in, but in terms of uh, the new, the new surround, surrounding it, its release, everything about it. it, it it's a game that 
you, you know, especially when it came out last year and, you know, towards the end of the year, beginning of 2019, we were just like, you almost kind of thought, what's next for this game? Because it was constantly just one thing after another. You know, what's the next thing that's going to happen? And it kind of died down for a while. They they added some new content, did some updates. Um, all that's cool, you know. But then they, they I just am baffled that Bethesda has the balls to even try to do this, especially with this game. And I, I hope, I absolutely fucking hope that this thing just dies and does not even go anywhere. Um, and I'm just talking about just this subscription model, because I, I just think if this is successful, it could set a really bad example for the industry in in things moving forward like just imagine having to do this for destiny 2 or uh trying to think some other games i don't know overwatch or something like that you know it's just like i don't want this to happen with every game and and it also like yeah, and I, I like how to bottom of this game for our article, they say, like, you know, these are things that all seem like it would make the game better, period. And that's the kind of stuff it needs. Like, it's not a perfect game yet. It's not a game that people are really flocking to and, and enjoying. It It hasn't, like, yeah, there's people that are still playing. They've improved the game. But it hasn't had a turnaround story like, say, No Man's Sky. Like, I just I am blown away by Bethesda's balls to try to do this. Okay, I I, w- I want to put this in into perspective for some people out there. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is fifteen dollars a month, two dollars more a month. I'll give you yes. that. But you get access to games that you don't have to pay $60 for. You get Xbox Live, and you get to play these games either on your PC or your console. Yep. Also, PlayStation Now, $10. You might not get the newest games, but you get a big library of games that you can download and play or stream, depending on your preference, on your on your console or PC. I believe PlayStation Now also works on PC as well, but I think it's only streaming on PC. But still, yeah. PlayStation Now, $10 a month, a library of games. Final Fantasy fourteen. Monthly fee is thirteen dollars. The same bit, same as same as Fallout seventy six. You still have to buy the game, which isn't sixty dollars. No. But you do have to buy the expansions, which I'm not sure what how that's going to work if Fallout seventy six launches expansions. If subscribers will get that or not, I don't know. But Final Fantasy fourteen, a game that is. Very much alive and well. A game that is an MMO and has a shit ton more content. A game that I've put over 200 hours into this year. Yeah. It's a quality experience. Yes, it is a it is a very much a quality experience. It looks better than this game, and it is bigger than this game. It's... Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a completely different game entirely. Like, it, it, the MMO model is a is a largely different thing than Fallout 76, but just pricing-wise and what you get like for the for the price of subscription just seems like so much more. And yeah, I, I just don't get it. I don't get how Bethesda's like, uh, yeah, we can get away with this. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like just trying to take advantage of, of 
gamers just because they can. And I just think this is a bridge too far. And it's it's gross. It's really, really gross, if you ask me. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's fucked up. I don't up. care if it's optional or not. It is totally either. fucked up that the way you play in a private game without anyone else is to pay them money. Right. Right. And and you would think that that's something, you know, you, you think about, uh, let's say Grand Theft Auto Five. Could you imagine having to pay Rockstar money every time you wanted to try to play online with just your friends and not run around just being murdered randomly by a bunch of idiots? Like, that's absurd to me. That is completely absurd to me to put that behind a paywall. Um, A second fast travel point? Who gives a flying fuck? Like, that's not worth anything. Like, come on. I, I just... This is crazy. And and not only that, it's coming hot off the heels of them delaying their biggest update to this game yet. So it's like, hey, sorry, guys, we got to delay this, put more work into it. You know, at that point. All right, fine. Go for it. You know, make it better. Um, Put it out when it when when you feel it's ready. But then you turn around and go, oh, by the way, like if you really want more out of this game, you got to pay us one hundred dollars a year. I just can't believe that. It's baffling. Yeah. Totally crazy. Completely ridiculous. I, I don't know, man. This is very grim. I hope they don't do something like this with, I mean, I get it. They're different studios, Bethesda game studios and, and id, but if doom eternal has this kind of bullshit, man, I don't know if I can fucking man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm waiting for that game to have something like this because it 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 almost feels a little too good to be true with Doom Eternal and that game looks fucking amazing. Um, but I don't think they're doing a season pass for it. Um, they did like a what a forty dollar season pass for the first game and it was just three map packs and it's like okay that's fucking ridiculous, um, especially at you know in twenty sixteen kind of felt like the the industry was moving past paid map packs to not divide the community. So I'm just waiting for something to happen with that game, you know? And, mm-hmm. and also it kind of worries me a little bit. Like, I really hope they don't pull any of this bullshit with, say, Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six. And I know they're very far away, um, but I just hope that they don't try. That's why I'm saying I hope this subscription service just fucking fails, man. Also, says, I don't nah. fucking need multiplayer in goddamn starfield or elder scroll six like fucking leave that shit alone no absolutely i agree i need my big single player sandbox rpg jesus yeah i mean and and here's the thing too like that i think is just kind of a shame like the idea of fallout 76 is honestly really cool and i just feel like they in yeah i haven't played the game but even from what I've watched, what I've read, it just feels like they they really have just fumbled in every way. Hmm. Todd, fix this. It's just crazy. Ah, all right. Time to move on to some holiday events. Tyler, in Borderlands Three, which you have and ha- and have been playing a little bit of has a Halloween event called the Bloody Harvest. It I, I'm guessing this is a thing that happened in Borderlands 2. 
Maybe, I don't know. There's this thing called the Bloody Harvest happening in Borderlands 3 running from October 24th through December 5th. That sounds like a long fucking event. Holy shit. Yeah, for um, for uh, a Halloween event, that's that's pretty fucking long. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't remember this from Borderlands 2, but basically you're going to meet a a new crew member, Maurice, um, and go to a new location called Heck, and there's going to be new challenges and seasonal gear, so sounds neat. I mean, uh, I might check it out. I I just, what I don't know is, like, leveling, like, do you have to finish the game to do this to get the best experience out of it? Can I go there now when I'm level 20? Um, who knows yeah I yeah that's I guess that's a thing to entice people to pick up Borderlands 3 so they have it for this event because who knows if it's returning right uh, also happening starting next week is Destiny 2's Festival of the Lost it's coming back <laughs> Festival of the Lost. Uh, you still are using your Festival of the Lost auto rifle from the last I time. I am, dude. I absolutely love that thing. Um, it's just, I don't know. It just feels good. And every time I get the chance to like significantly upgrade it to, you know, a, a way higher power level, I, I always do it. It just feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to have that uh, the forest, whatever that, uh, what what was it called? Infinite haunted forest. Haunted forest. Yes. Is happening. Uh, there's a there's a new weapon called the werewolf auto rifle. All right, another auto rifle. <laughs> mm. Yeah, plenty of rewards. It includes a lot of uh, cosmetic stuff. Some some cool skins. I like I like good skins. Yeah. I mean, well, they're armor pieces that basically act as skins if you fucking put the... if you power them up. Some skeletons. These are these are pretty good outfits, Tyler. I'm liking them. Yeah. Yeah, they look they look good. Yeah, and there are, there are masks returning to the game. Yep. Ah. Uh, yeah, what they did last. So I feel like when Festival Lost first happened, there wasn't like to me like there wasn't a lot of gear that you could get. But they've kind of changed it, especially last year. Of like, here's this auto rifle you can get that's at max fucking level um, if you can do it. Like, yeah, it's kind of a grindy thing to get to, but that's that's why I did it last year, and I, I found it to be very rewarding. Obviously, I still use that weapon. I love it. So. Will I do this one again? I, I don't know. There's so many video games to play right now and not enough time to play them all, so we'll see. But I'll definitely at least check this event out. Uh, I didn't put it in here, but I misspoke last week. This weekend is Apex Legends Double uh, XP weekend, so be sure to hop in there for your extra XP toward your battle pass and level. Uh, also releasing next week, an update to Final Fantasy XIV, the 5.1 patch, the start of their Dark Apocalypse kind of thing happening. They showed off a trailer which has stuff from the game, from this raid. They have those little dinky robots. Oh god, this <laughs> thing looks good. Look at some of these screenshots, man. They have yeah. a character called 2P. 
Oh my goodness. This is getting me hyped. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, this this looks this looks like a lot of fun. I I wonder, does this fit into the near Automata lore somehow? I think it's canon. I think really? I, I think it is. Oh my goodness. This is where the arc landed from near Automata. Spoilers. Uh do you you don't remember that, do you? I th- you know, I think I do. Yeah. When Nine S joins up with the yeah. uh, with the machines at the end, and they go on this arc that gets shot into space. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe they just landed here. All right. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, but yeah, this I looks like this it. looks really cool. I, I like how this definitely looks like some near ass shit. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Looking forward to eventually coming to that a month late or something. But this is going to be, uh, this is going to, uh, hold on. We have a problem with the Skype call. You there? I hear you. Yep, I hear you. Cool. Uh, yeah, this is going to kick off their series, uh, the Alliance Raid series that they're going to have. Um, the Copied Factory, part one of the 24-player Alliance Raid series. Uh, so yeah, these Alliance Raids come in like, uh, different parts, so we're getting part one of the raid happening here. Uh, yeah, and they have their own stories attached to them. God, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting uh, some items so I can make my character look like they're from near Automata. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Also, somewhat morbidly curious i wouldn't say looking forward to it morbidly curious about blizzcon 2019 six panels they're gonna have six panels uh let me open up this schedule that they revealed here oh man but they didn't really announce what each of these panels are gonna be uh yeah i we gotta imagine that Diablo Four is coming. They've yes, got, they've that, got, they've got to try to get like something out in front to distract people from the legal and political things that are happening with Blizzard right now. Right, and and it leaked too, um, like some art book leaked that mentioned Diablo Four in it, so. I think it's a very real possibility that we're going to get that. I think timing wise, I think it makes sense. And yeah, I mean, it could be very cool. Yeah. I just don't know what else they, they have. I, I mean, in this article it, here, it's, it speaks of a rumor about a Diablo two remaster. Uh, yeah. I have to imagine that would come to consoles if they did it. Yeah. Judging by Definitely. the success of Diablo three on consoles. You'd imagine that their next Diablo or any Diablos they released from here on out will have a console version. Uh, but yeah, that, yeah, Blizzard, BlizzCon, November first, their second. It's gonna, it's gonna be a show. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, the, well. I think the other thing that's been rumored, I don't know if they would do it 
quite yet is Overwatch 2. That's been rumored and, you know, apparently, you know, some things have leaked about uh, new things that Tracer can do and new progression systems. And, you know, I could, you know, that could be another thing that that's cool. Um, I just don't know. I, I don't know if, if you're Blizzard and I'm just speaking just about the video games. Um, do you reveal Diablo 4 and an Overwatch 2 in the same year? Because, you know, just one of them is probably good enough. So I don't know. Mm. We'll see. But yeah, it's, it, I'm, you know, I, I'm more f- interested in BlizzCon just to see if there's any reaction to all this Hong Kong drama than the video games being revealed. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's definitely one to keep an eye on, and it's coming up pretty soon in a couple of weeks. Uh, We've got one delay to talk about. Two Point Hospital. It's already out on PC, but the console versions are being delayed. They they were scheduled to arrive late this year, but now they've been delayed to first half of 2020. Uh, I was looking forward to this because I like these kind of management sims. Uh, but yeah, they need a little bit more time, so look for that next year. Alright. Uh, and that's it for news. There's not much happening. Again, we are doing this a day early. Uh, but I, I'm not sure if one day would have made up much. No. Uh, just a slow t- slow period of news, I guess. I guess it'll kick back up when, when BlizzCon happens. We'll see what news comes out of that. But yeah, it's it's more of the time to like buckle down and play some fucking video games. Cuz video games are releasing, a lot of them are. Yeah. It's a big week. It is. Tyler, you want to get us started on this big week of video games? Let's do it. Uh Battle Planet Judgment Day. So I'm on PS4. Battle Planet Judgment Day is a planetary roguelike top-down shooter. You are one of the universe's three most wanted criminals on the run, fighting your way through hordes of aliens, military, and police units. There is only one way to reclaim your freedom. Destroy them all. Mm, Okay. Next up is Beholder 2. You are a newly employed department officer within the ministry of a totalitarian state. While you are poised to have an illustrious career and possibly become prime minister someday, the way up won't be easy. So how will how high up the career ladder will you climb? The choice is yours to make. Uh, next up is Bonfire on PlayStation VR. Be the star of an absurd alien adventure with Ali Wong in an animated survival story of trust and friendship. You're Scout 817 of Space Force, but you've just crashed on an alien planet. Your only tools for survival are are a fading bonfire, a robot, and a limited supply of marshmallows. And what's that sneaking around in the dark alien jungle? Mm. That Call of Duty Modern Warfare is out this week. Yeah. Prepare to go dark. Modern Warfare is back. 
The stakes have never been higher as players take on the role of lethal tier one operators in a heart racing saga that will affect the global balance of power. Infinity War delivers an epic reimagining of the iconic Modern Warfare series from the ground up. Do you see PSN pulled this from the Russian store? Really? Yeah. Why is that? I, I don't know. I, I imagine this game might go there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I could see that. Um, very interested to see how this game turns out for reviews, um, especially on that campaign side. Yeah, I've heard people are getting this late. Hmm. All right. Yeah, we'll see. The Call of Duty is here this year. Uh, Cat Quest 2 on PS4. Cat Quest 2 is a 2D open world action RPG set in a fantasy realm of cats and dogs under threat from a continuing war between cats of Felengard and the advancing dogs of the Lupus Empire. Cat Quest 2 tells the tale of two kings brought together against their will on a possum journey to reclaim their throne. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Okay, I wasn't going to talk about this because, I mean, we don't talk about animals that much here. But, okay, so we recently, well, I guess somewhat recently took in a kitten here. Mm-hmm. And they've been feeding it wet food. And they shouldn't be feeding it wet food. Because last, not, earlier this week, damn kitten came down here to, my, to the litter box my cats use. And by God, it sounded like someone was squeezing a mustard bottle. Oh, that's the worst. Oh and my goodness. It stank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking terrible, dude. Ugh. Cats are so stinky, man. Hmm. Like my one man. cat, my my big boy Bowser. He's holy shit. He's huge, but sometimes yeah. he forgets to cover his shit in the litter box. Ugh. It's fucking gross. I'm like, oh, dude, nasty. cover that shit up. You can smell it too, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I will, dude. That's a good question. Do they like the smell of their shit? Yeah, maybe they do. <laughs> maybe they do. Mm. But on to more video games. Dark Devotion is out this week. Explore the secrets of a mysterious fallen temple and put your Templar faith to the test in dark devotion, where no sacrifice is too great in the praise of your god. Measure your devotion and your bravery by journeying into the deepest darkness for answers to questions that will challenge your very existence. Uh, next up is Deep Space Rush on PlayStation 4 Vita Cross Buy. Join the D Team, a top secret security force that protects the scientific space stations from virus contaminations. Take on randomly generated levels that save everyone before they get all inf- before they all get infected. Avoid traps and monsters to survive the sweep. Are you ready to protect the space stations from biological threats? A lot of space games out this week. Hmm. I guess so. Door Kickers Action Squad. <laughs> Fantastic. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> Rescue hostages, disarm ba- bombs, and save the day in this old school side stroller action game with retro graphics and retro sensibilities. I have something to say about retro sensibilities. 
Online and couch co-op included. Choose your gear, then kick the doors down and face the action. And when it gets too hard, bring over a friend to help. I played some Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And I gotta say, some retro sensibilities aren't very sensible, such as... Whenever you die in that game, it says game over, and then you have to go in and load your save. <laughs> and mm, I just wish it would yeah. just respawn you to your last save point. Just fucking right. make it seamless. I don't need to see a fucking game over screen every damn time I no. die. Like it's 2019, dude. Like we got past that a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's some other, I guess, retroness coming up later. Uh, Earthshade on PlayStation Four. You were you are a traveling painter exploring the island of Earthshade. Capture the world on canvas using your artist easel. Talk to the inhabitants to learn about their lives. Make friends and help those in need. Discover mysteries and uncover secrets about the land. Experience how your actions impact the world around you. Ooh, it's spooky season because Horror Stories is out on PlayStation 4. How do you imagine murders are committed by serial killers? You find yourself in one of these situations in which you must not catch the eye of the killer. Find items that can be used to create a trap. Learn how the killer behaves to avoid him and try to survive by killing him. Oh, oh, oh. spooky. Uh, Next up is The Legend of Heroes. Trails of Cold Steel 3. PlayStation 4. Digital retail. Is that Rain? Ryan? I'm going to let you roll with this. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to say Reen Schwarzer uncovers a dark plot that threatens his homeland. To face their enemies, he must prepare a new generation of heroes as an instructor at a new branch campus and guide them towards victory. I feel like this is a JRPG franchise that the people like. It is. There's a third one. It's this yeah. one. <laughs> they made is. they made three of these damn things. Yeah. I haven't played a single one of them, but I hear they're good. It must be if they managed to make three. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's sing country. Well, that's not true. There's a WWE game out this week. Uh, let's sing country. <laughs> it's out digital and retail. I didn't know this would get a retail release. All begins with the first tone. Create your own spotlight with the hottest tracks in country music, courtesy of Let's Sing Country, and follow in the footsteps of cutting-edge artists. Uh, next up is a game you were talking about earlier, Lonely Mountains Downhill. Just you and your bike, taking on a thrilling ride down an unspoiled mountain landscape. Make your way through thick forests, narrow trails, and wild rivers. Race, jump, slide, and try not to crash all the way from the peak to the valley. Next up, we have Lorne Sword Winter Chronicle. Lorne Sword is a story-driven action strategy game. As Karun Lanka, you will have to use both your sword and your mind to cut through battles. Fight, lead your men, capture gold mines, build your base, and call a friend to help you at any time. Uh, next up, we have a PlayStation 4 
exclusive medieval ps4 digital and retail this beloved fan favorite has been completely remade from the grave up blending classic gameplay with stunning visuals step into the bones of sir daniel fortescue a slightly inept and long dead knight accidentally resurrected by his greatest enemy the evil the evil sorcerer zarok with a second chance to foil his greatest foe, Dan will once again set out to save the kingdom of Galamir. Galamir, in Erkin's place, is a true hero. Great. Yeah, this remake's out. I read the IGN review, which you know seemed like there were some great things about it, but then not so great things. Like there's no checkpoints in any of the levels at all. That's not fun. And I that that immediately was like just like nope. That turns me off from playing that game. But checkpoints to me can really make or break an experience. Yeah. And apparently like the old the original didn't have it. And it's just like here's a chance for you to maybe put like one in per level or something like that. And it's just like no, that's that's not great, but I mean, it did seem like there were there were some pretty other great things about it. So mm. check it out if you're interested. All righty. Next up, we have a VR game. Well, a game with v- VR option, I suppose. It says PSVR and PS4 for Minotaur Arcade Volume 1. Minotaur Arcade Volume 1 brings you two arcade-style games in a classic yet modern style. You can even play in VR to get that Tron-esque feeling of being inside an arcade game. Volume 1 comprises of two classic Llama Soft titles, Grid Runner and Exhilarating Shooter and Goat... Goat Up? And <laughs> an exhilarating shooter and goat up, a fun platformer. All right. I only see one title. Oh, okay. Goat up is the second title there. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, another big title out this week is The Outer Worlds, PlayStation Four and digital or re- digital and retail. Uh, the Outer Worlds is a new single-player sci-fi RPG from Obsidian Entertainment and Private Division. As you explore the furthest reaches of space and encounter a host of factions all vying for power, you will become or who you become will determine the fate of everyone in Halcyon. In the corporate equation for the colony, you are you are the unplanned variable. God damn, I want to play this game so bad. <sighs> yeah. I'm I'm very excited for it. It it has gotten very good reviews about it, and potentially the last Obsidian game to be put on a PlayStation console. Yeah, that is very for a long possible. Time. Uh, next, um, uh, whoa, huh? Well, the last thing I was gonna say is it sounds like two with this game that you can get through it in like twenty hours. Like that's awesome. Yeah, to me as an RPG, you know. and also it's not a, game, a not a big sixty-hour game. So. And a game like this, where it, where it branches very heavily to have it shorter, really entices you to maybe play it again. Absolutely. Where if this game yes. was sixty to eighty hours, but had branching paths, I would not want to touch it anymore. <laughs> right, right. It's it's like 
Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of choices you can make in, say, The Witcher 3, but that game's so long, it's like, I don't want to play it again just to see the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, there was an interview recently where, you know, they were asked if they were to do a sequel to this game, would it go more open world? And they said they don't want to. Like, they want to keep it a smaller, tighter experience. And I, I love that. I, I think that's a breath of fresh air for video games mm-hmm. um, is to not have is to have a really polished RPG like this. That's just breaking down, broken down into like some sections that are, you know, potentially just really fun to explore rather than just one big area. I think that's just awesome. I, I, I much prefer that than than open worlds, if you ask me. Yeah. But, I I mean, I've seen some uh, pre-release coverage of this game and just like the way that you build your character can determine what options open up to you. I want to play a dumb scientist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it looks fun. Hmm. All right. Well, oh boy, (laughs) Tyler, this is this might be the most exciting title coming out this year. PBA Pro Bowling. Lace up your bowling shoes and experience the most realistic bowling simulation ever created with PBA Pro Bowling. Uses accurate pro bowling styles featuring motion-captured animations, expert commentary, and dozens of venues and environments. I haven't gone bowling in over a decade. Oh my goodness. Dude, we gotta go bowling again. Sometime. At some some point we have to do it because it's a lot of fun. I don't think I've ever gone bowling with you. Yeah, we, we, we need to do it as as a group. Uh, Rocky Springs, not too far from us. Um, you know, it it's a pretty nice place, but then they added a bar recently, so you can go get a bunch of drinks if you want. Oh, okay. And get drunk and bowl. So, you know, yeah, it's I pretty, haven't, pretty cool. I haven't been bowling since I've been able to drink. So, yeah, that sounds that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, next up is Raging Loop on PS4. Immerse yourself in a thrilling psychological horror story taking place in the secluded Japanese village of Yazumizu. A a heavy mist surrounds the place, preventing everyone from ever leaving. Ancient gods have come back to hunt the villagers down one by one. The feast has begun. Can you escape the village alive? Hmm. I had to do a double take when I read this title. Roblox. I almost said Roblox. Yeah, yeah. But that's a totally different thing than I'm sure the kids can tell y'all about Roblox. But this is Robox. Robox is an easy-to-play, fast-action, fierce, fighting robot boxing game with a breathtaking with breathtaking graphics. Play against your friends or against smart arti- art- artificial intelligence. Robox player fighting to knock the opponent out with a devastating final punch and experience the true might of steel. Ooh. Oh, next up is Street Outlaws. The Mm. list. (laughs) You know, looks already looks more promising than that need for speed game. You know, probably does. Uh, PlayStation 4, digital and retail. Fasten your seatbelts and take the ride inside the world of the American street racing in Street Outlaws, the list. From a custom street ride to a race-ready farm truck, the vehicles and the drivers have one thing in common, the need for speed. If you're not on the list, you don't matter. Jesus. Holy shit, they used the phrase. Yeah. They used it. I wonder if they're allowed to do that. 
Oh, that's funny. Uh, All right, here we go. Game of the year 2019. God. WWE 2K20 is out this week. Ugh. Your favorite superstars, legends, Hall of Famers, and NXT's best will join the festivities and celebrate the rebirth of the WWE 2K franchise. Some some might say this this one should have been aborted. 2K invites players to step inside the ring with WWE 2K20, which will feature key gameplay improvements, streamlined controls, and the most fun and creatively expansive entry today. That's a way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you all have seen some video of this video game online. Yeah. And yeah, if you haven't, don't bother buying this. No, just no. Don't give them money for this trash. Yes. I, um, yeah, what I've seen, some of those glitches in just everything is just like, wow. I can't believe that 2K forced this shit out just to see if people would buy it. Um, and, and sadly, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to buy it. And I genuinely feel bad for the people that actually had to put this video game out. All right. Help help us relax here with this last game. (laughs) Uh, It's just crazy. Uh, Yoga Master on PS4. Yoga Master is the first wellness game of its kind, built entirely in 3D and designed by experts to help you reach the perfect balance between mind and body. With an amazing soundtrack of original music, avatar customization, and BMI calculation, Yoga Master is the ultimate yoga game. <laughs> Fantastic. There's new music from Jimmy Eat World oh. and Foles. All right. I don't know who Brantley Gilbert is. I don't, I don't know what that... Mm. There are scary score, stories to tell in the dark on PlayStation Video. I heard yeah. things about that. Yeah. Uh, 2019's The Kitchen. Yes. There's another movie on the service. Tyler, I almost called you a different name. I don't <laughs> even remember what that name was going to be now. That I, hmm. I don't know. But Tyler, we have video games to play between now and next week. I think next week's going to be pretty exciting. I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about certain video games. I hope you finish Control, but I doubt that's going to happen. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try. But I'm going to play a lot of Outer Worlds. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, we'll see. Maybe I'll get to Shadowbringers in Final Fantasy XIV, but I don't know if I'll have time for that. That's a lot of questing, uh, dude. Yeah, that's like 39 quests, man. Uh, I've also got... Well, damn it. Since that Crusader Kings 3 announcement, I know this isn't really a PlayStation thing, but I've been playing Crusader Kings 2 since it was free on Steam. By God. I'm trying to trying to learn games that are that complicated. It's just... It's a job in itself. Yeah. Uh, but you should pick it up. Ugh. It's free on Steam. You should learn how to play Crusader Kings too. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know if I have the time for that. Ah, uh, okay. 
And yeah, we've got video games to play, so I guess we're going to wrap this up a little bit. Well, actually, this <laughs> I thought this was going to be a short show, but we still managed to go past an hour on it. Uh, yeah, good conversations. Yeah, I think, honestly, just a lot of video games released. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we'll catch you all next week. Until then, you can contact us via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and uh, don't sign up for Fallout first. <laughs> <laughs>